BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast, where we do the most and the least at the same damn time. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Hope everyone's having a wonderful Wednesday, wonderful week. Miss you, love you. I am so thrilled to be getting back out on the road. We announced the tour dates, it's happening, and this is exciting. I hope I remember how to do my job. I looked at Jeff the other night and I go, do I know what I'm doing? Because <laughs> some days... Uh, I, ha- I keep having this recurring nightmare that I get out on stage and I've sh- completely forgotten my act. And that's a normal thing. I also have a dream, and I've said this so many times on the podcast, but again, nobody has called in and and told me what my dream means. I also have this dream that I birth a kitten and I just put it in my backpack and go about my day. So somebody let me know what that's about. Uh, anywho, let's get down to business real quick. I want to clarify a few things that a lot of DMs and questions over the tour stuff, and I want to make things as easy and digestible as possible for y'all. So, um, the farewell tour, excited. The joke of the, in naming it the farewell tour is it was my first tour and possibly my last. So, I mean, I'm really good with branding. Again, if the comedy career doesn't work out, I will 100% go into marketing and advertising because I am good with it. Arnie named my tours for the next like 10 years. I have them lined up. It's good. It's great. I've got the, I got the posters ready, photo shoots. Like I already know what that vision looks like. But anyway, so the farewell tour, I went out with this tour in 2019 and obviously all the shows in 2020 that got pushed, we are now rescheduling all those. If for any reason you don't see your city on there, like we haven't announced Chicago, Dallas, LA, San Francisco, it's simply because I am waiting for theater space. It does not mean I'm not coming there. If you're like, hey, we were in Toronto and we had a show, it just means Canada won't let me in yet, but we are planning for the future. We already have negotiations and contracts going out to those cities, to the theaters, just so you know, I'm fighting with Shen Yun for space. And if you don't know what Shen Yun is, it's a dance. It's a beautiful Asian dance. It's classical Chinese dance. And they do these, you see the posters everywhere. If you're on like 85 or 400 or really any highway ever, the 404, the 411, the 101, the 10, you see signs for Shen Yun. It's me fighting classical Chinese dance. And I don't know if you know this, but I am not going to win that one. Obviously, we want to announce Canada as soon as we can, but we're technically not allowed in the country yet without 
14-day <laughs> quarantine. So we're trying to figure it all out. So hang tight. LA is going to be announced. San Francisco is going to be announced. When we originally had to take down those dates because we didn't know when California would let us party. And now everyone's able to party and me and Shin Yoon are duking it out in the fucking alley behind the theater. So that's where we're at. Also, if you came out to the first round, if you're like, hey, why don't I see St. Louis or, you know, some of these other cities on there? It's because I went to those cities in 2019. You're clearly a new fan and need to get with it. I'm kidding. I love you. So right now I've got to finish out all the tour dates that I had on for 2020. We're going to add a couple more. I don't know if I'm allowed to announce this. We are going to be adding Nashville and New York. We're going to be adding a second show. Okay, Nashville was so in high demand. I've never gotten so many death threats in my life. We will be adding a second show to Nashville and a second show in New York. I mean, the New Yorkers are are insane and I love them. And I'm so friggin' excited to be performing in New York and Nashville. That's the plan. So those are gonna go on sale next Monday. Get excited. Um, You better get those tickets because this is it. After I do this tour, it's all... I mean, there's going to be some new material, obviously. We just sat at home for a year, so we've got shit to talk about. And we're switching some things up, but this is my hour of the the farewell tour. So if you came out and saw it last time, there's going to be some new stuff, but I'm also going to throw in those fabulous stories about my dad that are such an integral part of, you know, my stand-up. And also just, you know, I know I have a lot of new comedy fans. I know I have a fan, a lot of uh, fans who, you know, maybe you didn't, you ha- you don't go out to a ton of comedy shows, but um, I'm your gal and listen, I'm fucking honored. It's a pledge. But, you know, that's what comedians do. We work on material for, and we tour it for a year. And unfortunately, right in the middle of my tour, COVID hit, but um, you work on it to get a special and to be able to do albums and to record. So, you know, these are my little uh, one woman show and I'm thrilled to have you guys come see it. I am so honored and you have no idea. I just feel so richly blessed that um, I have y'all support. It's going to be fucking fun and we're going to laugh our asses off. So if you did come see the shows in 2019, come back out. It's going to be some new material. We're going to giggle, trying some stuff out, but then you also get, you know, some some classic hits and I'm into that. That's a farewell tour. Also, everybody in Florida is pissed at me. We are going to be announcing some more Florida dates. Everyone's like, come to Tampa. I crushed Tampa. I had two shows in Tampa um, at the end of 2019. I had a fucking blast. So we're going to come back and hit some of those markets, but it may not be till later in the year. So just hang tight, bear with me, get your tickets while you can. And if you were confused, if you were like, Heather, I don't understand. Nashville already sold out. It's basically because everybody who had tickets to the original dates in 2020 held onto their tickets instead of getting refunded. And so they're, they're already ready to go. Guys, it is torrential downpour right now. And it is, I love a summer shower. God, I love a summer shower. I'm so here for this. Anyways. Okay. That's my tour spiel. I'm so thrilled. But again, Nashville will be adding another show. New York will be adding a show. And then Dallas, Chicago, LA, San Francisco, Canada, and a couple more cities. we got some other ones in the Midwest, Florida. We're adding dates. So you guys hang tight. Phoenix is like, you didn't come here. I played two sold out shows in Phoenix at the end of 2019. So if there's a demand there, hey, I may add another show. Atlanta, of course, all these hoes in Atlanta are like, why are you coming to Atlanta? Because I did two shows in Atlanta with the farewell tour. But hey, let's maybe do a bookend. I'm hoping maybe I can do one last show of the farewell tour in Atlanta. And then, hey, when you come back at the end of 2022, it'll be a whole new tour. That's how that works. You feel me? Cool. All right, let's get it. Okay, before we get into the voicemails, I just wanted to say, I've been watching the Olympic trials. Really into the, I love the Olympics. I love being a patriot. I do. I just get very into like country pride, even though we all have our issues, but it is what it is. But watching the trials 
has been great, but what, what's been really cool is watching the Paralympic trials. And I'm just going to say this. The Paralympic trials have put a fire under my ass to get my shit together. No more bitching, no more complaining. If you are able-bodied, get the fuck out there and do a Zumba class. Get out there and go for a walk. Do your shit. There's some of the most beautiful athletes out there. This one guy, I was watching the, I think it was like the, oh, I don't know track and field terms. Like the 400 meter, no, the 100 meter sprint. Gentleman did not have any, you know, he had prosthetics from the kneecap down and he's fucking zip, zap, zopping down the track, ripped body, crushing it. Meanwhile, I'm over here, have a full leg, able-bodied, bitching and complaining about, you know, I'm too out of shape. Get your shit together and quit bitching, Heather. You know what I mean? So inspiring. Just made me feel like being a little like baby back bitch. It's like, come on, get in the gym, get on the Peloton for 45 minutes and get your life together. Now I do have crippling sciatica and I did have to go to a new chiropractor who's like specializes in sports medicine. I will say I am built like an offensive lineman in the, um, the NFL. And I go to this guy now who deals with a lot of Falcons players. And I basically went in there and I said, I'm 34 and I'm getting back in shape. But I, you know, my ass is numb right now. And he said, you have really fucked up hips. Don't know what you did, but you know, so I'm having to ease back into it, but there are no excuses. Y'all watch the Paralympics and go, you'll go, bitch just did archery with her teeth. Fuck. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm a loser. You know, life gives you lemons, make some limoncello and have a party. It's so inspiring. And I'm not saying that in like a hokey, jokey way. I'm literally like, I I was watching this and I looked at Jeff and Jeff looked at me. We were sitting on opposite side. We were sitting on two separate couches because we have these huge monster couches in our basement. I go, Jeff, we have to get, we have to go for a walk. He was like, God, you're right. These athletes are so inspiring. No fucking excuses doing it. And we're over here like my, my neck hurts, <laughs> my sciatica. I found out I've got sciatica because my glutes, apparently my ass muscles are so strong that they pinch. So it's like they're tight. But in order to get looser muscles, you also got to build the muscle. It's a catch-22. I've also had a very humbling moment watching the Olympics. I'd be good at one solid sport, and that'd be shot put, disc throwing. Just a little bit about me. I used to play club soccer before I got too tall, slow, and fat. And I used to do throw-ins. Now, my arms are disjointed. Like, I can literally... Right now, I have my arms literally behind my back in a freakish way. Whenever people see me stretch, they always go, oh my God, I don't even know I'm doing it. I just have very flexible back. And when I used to do throw-ins in soccer, and if you don't know what a throw-in is, when the ball goes out of bounds, usually a midfielder or really whomever, it depends on what part of the field you're at, then takes the ball and throws it in. I used to be able, at the age of six, be used to be able to throw the ball from one side of the field to the other, and the team, the other team never fucking saw it coming because my arms would dislocate, and then I'd throw the ball. I basically throw it into the goal. We had we had like a not a midfielder. What are, what are soccer terms? I forgot. We had a forward that would be right by the opposite goal, not off sides, obviously. And I would throw the ball right to her, and this girl, fucking Natalie, would just kick it right in. And so I'm just saying realizing I was too slow and fat for soccer, I would have done great at shot put, throwing the discs. I mean, it's an art, it's a form. And I'm looking at some of these dudes and they don't really look like athletes. Like they're just kind of beefy dudes. You know what I mean? They, of course they are, but they just don't, you know, when you see a track runner, you see ripped, just ripped quads, ripped hammies. These guys are a little bit beefier. The one, the women are a little bit, you know, I'm just saying it's a relatable sport. I could see myself doing that. So if comedy doesn't work out, and this really is a farewell tour, I'm going to the games. 
and you can't fucking stop me. The only thing that might stop me is the fact that I have sciatica and I get pretty bad period cramps. Y'all, the 4th of July is quickly approaching and you need to be prepared, okay? You need a risk-free purchase that is going to get you through the 4th of July so that you're not wasting days. What am I talking about? No days wasted because this year, 4th of July is on a Sunday and we, we can't afford, you know, to have that Monday manic. We can't afford to do it, y'all. But the good thing is no days wasted. They're here for you with DHM Detox, which is a vitamin for you when you drink. It's an herbal supplement packed with antioxidants, anti-inflammatory ingredients, and it is plant-based. We all need a little support when we have a couple drinks so we can get back to feeling our best the next day. This summer, we're making up for lost time. Summer 2021 is the summer of balance and enjoying every moment. Imagine this, patio drinks. You're having a great time. The next morning, you wake up feeling normal. It is possible with DHM Detox. It uses research science to help boost your body's natural response to alcohol and break down that next day feeling. Just take two capsules after your first couple drinks and it goes to work. If you're not on the DHM Detox train, you're truly missing out. I'm telling you, it's also bachelorette party season, wedding season, all of the things. Get your DHM Detox by no days wasted. And here's the thing, figure out how much is your next day worth, okay? It's completely risk-free purchase because if you don't love it, they'll refund you on your first box. That's an easy decision. Time is our greatest asset, so why waste days feeling awful after a few drinks? I got you 20% off your order and free shipping in the U.S. Just head over to nodayswasted.co slash absolutely and use promo code absolutely at checkout. That's nodayswasted.co slash absolutely for 20% off your order. That's the other thing too. You know, you're watching these moms. I was watching these beautiful trials last night and these gorgeous sprinters. I guess you call them sprinters if they do a quick hop and a skip from point A to point B. It's two beautiful women. They just look like badasses. You know, they're going like, literally one of the women ran like 30 miles an hour. I'm like, who the fuck does that? Oh yeah, professional athletes. And they both brought their children down on the track and it's this little boy and this little girl and they have them hug and it's like the sweetest thing ever. And you're like, here are these moms. These women at the end of the day are the greatest athletes in the world. And then they have to go home and be a mom. They have to go home and breastfeed. Think about when a woman plays a sport at the Olympics. How many women are probably on their period when they're doing shot put, when they're about to put on their racing suit and hop in the pool? I don't know about you, but I have pretty gnarly periods. Could you imagine being the best strongest athlete in the world at whatever sport. And then on top of that, you're bleeding, crampy, starving, headache, bitchy. I would like if when a, when a woman went up to like get on the block to jump in the pool, if it said like, and here comes Michelle coming out from UC Berkeley. She's only 18 years old, an incredible athlete. Also, yet today she's on her period. Just so you know, when they win, they want it even better. Sorry, that sounded creepy. I didn't mean for it to be creepy, but you know what I mean? I like to be like, yes, bitch. Yes, bitch. You just did the 400 I am. You did butterfly while on your period? Yes, bitch. Didn't know you could be that bad, but guess what? You are. So I'm looking at Jeff. I'm like, this guy has no legs. This woman's probably on her period. And what are our excuses? I know your excuse isn't because you have blood coming out of your dick hole every month. We got to get it together. Your health is your wealth. Let's go. And I want to start a challenge. It's called Fat Ass for Fall. Instead, you know, we got Hot Girl Summer. This is Fat Ass for Fall. P-H-A-T, pretty hot and tempting. I want to see your fat asses for fall. I want people out there doing the squats. I want you out there hitting that gluteus maximus. You know what I mean? I want you on that Peloton. Let's get those walks in. Let's do a 12 incline. Let's get that fat ass. My ass is flat because I've been sitting for too long, worried about my own shit when I should have been out there 
getting a sweat on, doing what I got to do for my own health. You hear me? That's on God. I just got fired up. And I'm proud to be an American, where at least I know I'm free. God, I love, I love the Olympics. Get ready. When July comes, I'm going to be a full force. I love it. I need it. I crave it. And I'm hoping that I'll be in better shape by the time the Olympics come. So it'll make me feel like you could do that. I can't do that, but I'm going to try and get there. Okay, we're going to get into the voicemails. I know yesterday was Father's Day, or no, not yesterday, like four days ago, whatever. This past weekend was Father's Day for a lot of folks. And hey, if you're part of the Dead Dad Club, I've heard your cry. I listened to a lot of the voicemails today, and there were so many people who reached out that were a part of the Dead Dad Club or even the Dead Beat Dad Club. And you were feeling some type of way. So we're going to get into it. I love you. Thank you for, you know, just know you're not alone. We're all in this together. And I will be making some more Dead Dad Club merch. Do you want Dead Mom merch too? Dead Mom Club merch? I'll do it. Dead Brother should just start listing off people. Dead Chihuahua Club merch. Somebody lost a Chihuahua, I'm sure. But I'm here. We're all in this together. But let's support one another and let's get that fat ass for fall. I'm so excited about this. All right, let's get into the voicemails. As always, you can call into the hotline, 800-213-7503. Let's hit it. Hey, Heather. It's Allie. I'm from Birmingham, Alabama, living in Miami, Florida. I know how you feel about Florida, so sorry. I had nothing to do with it, but it's Father's Day. And, you know, unfortunately, I'm part of the Dead Dads Club, so absolutely not to that. But, you know... I want to say absolutely yes, celebrating other dads, but on the other hand, absolutely not to having to just sit there and smile while you celebrate someone else's dad. It's like, yeah, very much like to talk to mine right now, but you know, he's not here. So to make myself feel better, I've had a glass or two of wine, not going with my pup in bed, and I'm just trying to end this day on a happy note and, you know, say a quick prayer to my daddy upstairs and hope that But anyways, I know that you always say like live in love and light and just going to try to do that today. No, my dad would have loved to be here, obviously, much better than dying of cancer, just like yours. But hey, here we are. So thank you for always having just a great attitude about things. You've taught me how to laugh about the sucky things in life. But, you know, we'll get through it. We'll get through it together as a team. Anyways, thanks so much for always bringing a smile to my face, even when things suck. So, love and light. Bye. Hey, girlfriend, feel this in my core. Happy Dead Dads Club Father's Day to everybody who lost a father, who doesn't speak to their father. You know, maybe yours got locked up for, I don't know, tax fraud. There, there are a lot of different ways that people could not be in touch with their father. Mine, just like yours, unfortunately died of cancer. And it's a, it's a gnarly thing. You know, the wild thing is, I, I mean, let, let's back up. Sister friend, I hear you. I uh, completely understand what you're going through. It didn't even feel like Father's Day. It is a very bitter, it's just a bitter thing. It's like a, like a salt in the wound. I get a sour attitude and I just make really dark, cynical jokes. Now, if you come out, come out on the road, and you see the farewell tour, I do a lot of jokes, dead dad jokes, because they're funny and it's hysterical and you have to laugh through it. But yesterday in particular, I or on Father's Day in particular, I was a little loosey-goosey. Like Jeff was like, you've never been this dark in a good way because that's all you can do. 
And listen, you know, I post about my mom on Mother's Day because I adore her and I feel bad for all the people who don't have their mom or don't speak to their mom, you know? So I'm just as guilty of it and not saying that we shouldn't celebrate. You know what I mean? It's like, do you invite somebody who's getting a divorce to your wedding? Yeah, you do. Because we all got to suck it up and fucking go with the flow. You know, you can't get pregnant, but you're invited to your friend's baby's christening. What do you do? You just fucking suck it up and go because you, you become a better person for it. And then what do you do? You sit in your car, you get an iced tea, not even the booze yet. You sit in your car after the christening, you chug an iced tea because you're dehydrated of emotion. You have to fill up that love tank of I give a fuck. It's your I give a fuck tank. You're happy for your friends. And then you drive yourself to a Chili's, have 17 margaritas, the chili con queso and the very extra salty chips. And then you have to take an Uber home because you were overserved. And that's how you cope. Y'all, Versed is awesome. And I'll tell you why. Because it's the cleanest drugstore skincare brand out there. They're vegan, sustainably minded, and hyper-focused on bringing you real results with proven ingredients that your bank account appreciates. Developed for you, with you, and with our planet in mind with their mission, it's simple. Make good skin and clean products for all. If you don't know what's in your skincare product, well, you should know. Because your skin's the biggest organ in your body, on your body outside of your body, all of it combined. If you're putting crap on your skin, it's going to go in your skin and it's going to go in your body. We don't want that. Here's the deal. They formulate to the highest standards in the world. So you know the European Union standards bans over 1,350 plus toxins to ensure their products are safe for our bodies and our planet. Yeah, that's why when I go to Europe, everybody has good skin and nobody looks pissed because guess what? They're not putting toxins in their body by just putting on damn lotion every day. Here's the deal. Get 10% off your first time using when you shop at Versed, V-E-R-S-E-D, skin.com with promo code absolutely. Versed already offers skincare products at prices your bank account appreciates. And now they're giving you 10% off for first-time users with promo code absolutely. Go to Versed, skin, V-E-R-S-E-D-S-K-I-N.com, promo code absolutely, and 10% off your first time using it. Listen, you're going to love the first products. I have so much of their stuff and I throw it in my beach bag. I throw it in my daily day-to-day bag. It's so nice to say, hey, this is good stuff. Good for the planet. Good for my skin. And guess what? I'm not breaking the bank. I'm here for it. Again, that's Burst, V-E-R-S-E-D, skin.com, promo code, absolutely. You know, we're all eventually going to have some form of like, we've lost somebody or something. I mean, it sucks. And then you got to, I got to be happy for you. You're at a barbecue with your dad. (laughs) My dad hated to barbecue. We'd order in. My dad always said, listen, a man who works the grill is a little bitch. I don't work the grill, Heather. I go out and I, you know, I was going to say do bad bitches. (laughs) My dad didn't. He was a very loyal man. But you know what I mean? My dad was like, any man who does his own lawn and works his own grill is a little bitch. I was like, oh shit, dad. I'm kidding. My dad never said that about the grill. He did say that about the lawn though. He was very, he was like, the time it takes to mow the lawn is time that you could be spending inside having a nice tea, coming up with a business plan to make more money. I said, okay, Coyle. Okay, I see you, entrepreneur. <laughs> Entrepreneurs. You know what I mean? I mean, these are the life lessons that I learned from my dad. He said, never do cocaine and never drink gin because they make you equally as hungover. And if you're, mowing your own lawn. You're a little bitch. And I think that holds up. My dad wasn't a big griller though. He really wasn't, you know? And I don't know if y'all's dads are big grillers, but why was it just like dad runs the grill? Like Jeff loves to grill. My dad was like, 
my mom's an incredible chef. He's like, no, Robin's running the grill. If you think she's going to let me near that thing and I'm going to fuck up this salmon. He's like, I love my marriage. I'm not trying to have this woman kill me in my sleep. You know, it's about staying in your lane. I think that's really kind of what dad taught me. He goes, you find out what you're good at and then you fucking stay in that lane. You go 120 in that lane, but you stay in it. You know what I mean? Yeah, seeing everybody grilling with their little bitch dads. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh my God. See, this is where I go. I'm like, oh, you grilled with your dad on Sunday? He's a little bitch. I don't think that. I'm sure Mr. Miller is a wonderful man. I'm sure all of your fathers are great. I'm just bitter and salty as shit. Oh, God. Yeah, and then you're forced to post on Instagram. Another listener called in and she left a voicemail, but it was you couldn't really hear. Again, the air conditioning was blowing in the, the, uh, the background, but she said, great point. She's like, why do I feel forced to post about my parent who doesn't know how to use social media and then put them in my story when they're social media lists. Because if I don't, I feel the societal pressure to be like, hey, best dad in the world or best mom in the world. And my mom doesn't even know how to use her fucking iPad. You know what I'm saying? And then I didn't post anything. I posted, ended up posting one funny thing yesterday because then you get self-conscious. You're like, oh God, are people going to think that I have a bad relationship with my father? But I don't, it's just he's dead. And then like some people are new here. And then, and then I started to panic and I saw that my following numbers had hit 666,000. So I had the mark of the beast, the devil's number in my Instagram grid. And I was like, if I don't post something about my father, everyone's going to think I'm Satan. And I don't know what to do. I need to get, I think, 800 more followers today or tomorrow, just so I don't have the mark of the beast on my freaking Instagram. It's a vicious cycle. And then I'm clicking through the, you know, all these dumb hoes I went to college with and they're grilling with dad, (laughs) hanging out of Panera Bread with my dad. My dad would never go to Panera Bread. He would fuck up a Waffle House though. That's on God. You know, it just sucks. Listen, the good ones die young. And if you still got your parents around, you know, if you still got a parent around, Nurtured that relationship. I want to strangle my mother every other day, but I nurtured that relationship because she's all I got. And I love her and I adore her. And she's a fucking hoot. But you know, somebody listening to this without a mom is like, Heather, I was triggered, you know, in back in May. And you know what else is fucked up? Like my closest friends will reach out to me. And I don't, I don't feel the need for y'all to be like, if you're listening, to be like thinking of you on Father's Day. That's very sweet. And, but like, I feel like you don't worry. You don't have to reach out to me unless you're already in the dead dad club. And then we all kind of text each other. and We're like, love you, love you. Like I see you. But there are other people in my life that should be close to me that are not close to me that don't even give a fuck that literally will not say anything like, hey, you know, thinking of you today that should say that, that don't. I think that's what I'm getting pissed off about. The people that should step up to the plate don't step up to the plate. And then the people that you like don't really talk to step up to the plate. And you're like, what the fuck is going on here? You know what I'm saying? Does anybody get what I am saying? You have an old friend named Amelia from like summer camp. You haven't talked to her in 30 fucking years, but she's thinking of you. But the people you're forced to spend holidays with don't. That's some wild shit right there. Anywho, I could go on and on forever. But uh, I feel you. You know, it's an awkward, wild time to be forced to to celebrate these holidays when it just reminds you, hey, you're alone in your apartment with your dog and a bottle of wine. I would say if you have a Chili's or an Outback, drive there. Or Uber there and Uber back because you know you're going to have to leave your car. I've never been able to go to a Chili's and then drive home. Do you know what I mean? Even if you don't drink alcohol, it's just a salt alone will fucking get you. It'll get you. So, I mean, it's, hey, buckle up. But guess what? 
everything now is triggering for everyone. So I just chalk it up. I go, hey, guess what? It's Father's Day. It fucking sucks. Let's have a hot dog and relax. You will never see me grilling on Father's Day. I will never grill. I will never. That is the one thing that triggers me. If you even so much as bring me a piece of baked chicken that's been in the oven, but it has grill marks on it, I I won't touch it. Something about the grilling and everybody's dance grilling that fucks me up. But then I have divorced friends and I'm like, do I invite them to the wedding? Is this going to be triggering for them? And they're like, Heather, yeah, invite me to the wedding. I'm ready to get dicked down by somebody else at your wedding. And I'm like, that's the circle of life. Getting dicked down after a divorce at a badass wedding. I'm just letting y'all know it all comes full circle. You know what I mean? It all, it's a circle of life and we're on it. We're on the roller coaster. I'm on the ninja. Some days it does feel like the ninja. If you know what the ninja is, it's a ride at Six Flags over Atlanta. I think the ninja's in a couple other cities and it'll fucking whip your neck around. You know, it's the one where you got to pull the this chest bar over and your head just rattles back and forth, back and forth. That machine should have been taken down a long time ago. I mean, it really, it, you'll up your chiropractic bill immediately after leaving the park with that bad boy. But it, sometimes, sometimes around these parental holidays, it feels like you're on a ride at Six Flags and you can't get off. And you can see the churro stand in the distance. And all you want to do is get off and get the churro because you know it'll make you feel better. Instant gratification. And you can't. And it's... <laughs> It's a wild ride. But I'm thinking of you, friends. So if you've been feeling some type of way, because I don't know, fucking flag day is coming up and somebody stole a flag out of your yard and it's triggering for you, I hear you. If you've been listening to the show for a while, you have heard me talk about my Helix mattress that I freaking love and adore. Here's the cool thing. Helix launched a company called Birch Living and they are making the best organic mattresses in the game. Birch makes organic, non-toxic mattresses made right here in America and shipped straight to your door with no contact delivery, free shipping, free returns, and a 100-night free trial. So a 100-night sleep trial. That, it doesn't get better than that. Now you can get all the incredible comfort of a mattress from the makers of Helix, but with the premium organic mattress materials that you're going to love. Birch mattresses are made here right here in America with just four materials that come straight from nature. Organic latex, organic New Zealand wool, American steel springs, and an organic cotton cover. Honestly, it's nice to know what you're sleeping on. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes we don't know who we're sleeping with, but it's nice to know what we're sleeping on. They're really incredibly... So just comfortable. My thing was until I started ordering or using the Birch products from Helix, I was just like, I didn't get what I didn't get about getting a good night's sleep until I got a good night's sleep. And then I was like, oh yeah, I've been missing out because I didn't have the right mattress. If you're looking for a new mattress, check out birchliving.com slash absolutely. And all the info is right there. They have a 25-year warranty and you get to try it out for a hundred nights risk-free. They'll pick it up at your door, at your door if you don't love it. I mean, it doesn't, how easy is that? Birch is giving $200 off all mattresses and two free eco rest pillows at birchliving.com slash absolutely. That's $200 off all mattress orders and two free eco rest pillows. Again, $200 off all mattress orders and two free eco rest pillows. Go to birchliving.com slash absolutely. Absolutely not to letting those feelings destroy your day. Absolutely yes to doing something good for yourself, like going to a Chili's, blacking out, hooking up with the dishwasher, and then Ubering back to your place. Let's get to the next voicemail. Hi, Heather. It's Lindsay from Overland Park, Kansas. I have an absolutely not, absolutely not to Lou being locked away in the glass container at Walmart. I had to work with four different women at Walmart this morning to help me buy this lube. I asked the closest girl 
with the case. Hey, can you open this for me? Unlock this for me? It's all behind this glass. And she says, no, I'm actually filling online orders. Let's push the button and sound the alarm and somebody else will come around. Ding dong, assistance needed in the pharmacy. This other woman comes barreling around the corner. No nonsense. Which one do you need? I point to it. It's not good enough. Which one? The tall ultra gel KY, the tall one. Okay. She doesn't even grab it out of the case and hand it to me. She grabs it out of the case and puts it in this clear plastic brick with this black lid on top that is locked. I can't even access the lube inside of this brick case. It's jangling and round in there. The other girl is standing there too. We're all just huddled around this lube case. I had to go up to the self-checkout. Excuse me, ma'am. The third employee, can you unlock this brick to allow me to just swipe my lube and be on with my day? It's like 10 a.m. And she can't figure out how to open the stupid plastic container. She has to call over at a fourth girl to open the container. And it's just like, why is this such a production? I just am trying to buy some lube. That's why absolutely not, Heather. Love you. Love and light. Bye, girl. Lindsay could not think of a better voicemail to go after the first one. Listen, bitch, this is lube gate. This is lube gate 2021. I feel this so hard in my core because I've been there. There is nothing worse than when you've had to get a plan B at CVS before they were just readily accessible. And even then they're over the counter now, but you still have to buy them in like the tampon aisle and they come in that plastic case and you got to have somebody, you got to ring the bell and then you have some judgmental fucking employee walk over and be like, what do you need? And for me, it's always been a dude who has to unlock the case for me. Also, it takes 45 minutes to get anybody to come to you. Doesn't matter if you're in CVS, Walgreens, Walmart, Target, doesn't matter. I mean, these are hardworking people. I'm not saying they're not doing their job, but it's always like for some reason, everybody goes on break when you need to plan B or lube. Every, every time, every time. That's just, it, it, that's what it is. Or they're like, we had a fire in the warehouse, so I can't get to you for the next three days. And you're like, listen, I've got 72 hours until things, are, my life's going to change. I need you to get this out for me. So it, it's really, it's embarrassing too. You're like, I just, yeah, I need the lube. I need the lube up in the top of the case. And it's always a guy. It's always a guy named like Colin and he can't hear. He's got some sort of, you know, I don't know if he listened to Rage Against the Machine too loud on his way to work that day, but for some reason he can't hear. And he's like, what did you need? And you're like, I need the lube in the the top right shelf that you have the extra large, the slippery, dippery, (laughs) extra wet lube. And he's like, you need the wall, the lube on the corner of the, top of my case. And you're like, shut the fuck up, Colin. Get me the lube and the plan B. Cause yeah, I plan on fixing what I did last night and doing it all over again tonight. And then you get the judgment from them. And then they make, they take it out of the plastic case. Then they put it in another case. Then you get to the cash register and the register, whoever the cashier never has the tool that they need ever. They never have the tools that they need to open up the plastic security case in order for you to check out with without a, like, I don't know, ringing seven alarms, 10 bells. If you were able to buy lube at Trader Joe's, you know where they hit the bell. They're like, hold on, I'm trying to, I'm trying to do it so you can hear it. Hold on. They're like, ding, 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 ding. Four bells, four bells. Caroline's buying lube, four bells. And you're like, shut up. I am just trying to 
get it raw dog. And I got to deal with the attitude and the fact that you're screaming my personal business across as Walmart. Also, clearly all of these products have to be locked up because people are getting horny. Why is it that, I mean, lube's not expensive. Lube's what, $11, $12? I mean, that's not, you know, cigarettes are more than that, I think. So I don't consider it a real high-priced item. Plan B, for sure. That's been $49.99 since for a while now. I get the generic, though. I think it's (laughs) $34.95. I kid. I technically don't need it anymore, I guess, because I'm barren. Isn't that the funny shit? Taking plan B, like it was my job, probably didn't need it, most likely have riddled my body with toxins, chemicals, and hormones that will eventually give me a third nipple and ovarian cancer. And here we are. Here we are. Now I got to ring the fucking bell. So I get some judgmental zit face kid named Colin to come over and what do you need? Who knew, though, that people were stealing lube that much that they had to lock it up? Or, you know, it's just some pervert at corporate. Like, it's some pervert at CVS corporate who has cameras right on that aisle, and he, like, gets off to the fact that people have to ask you to unlock the thing to get into the thing for the thing, which is the lube. You know what I mean? Are people really stealing sex stuff? Oh, maybe it's... Is it because you're underage? No, you can be any age. I mean, listen, I'm not trying to bring that up, but you know what I'm saying? I don't know. So absolutely not to the 12-step process. I mean, God forbid there was a real emergency. God forbid it was like an EpiPen. You would have been died of anaphylactic shock. Eyes would have swollen shut. Fingers exploded. Your throat closed. God forbid they ever put an EpiPen in a damn case, security case, in the pharmacy section at Walmart. Because guess what? Whether or not you had an allergic reaction, we'd all be dead. You know what I'm saying? So I just want the employees to know when I buzz the bell, I'm not asking for special treatment. I'm actually asking you to keep it on the DL that I'm picking up small condoms and lots of lube. You know what I mean? I need you to keep that on the DL. And it's like you walked into the store kind of horny. By the time you've been basically, you know that that scene from Game of Thrones or what's her name? Uh, Side note, I never know any of the characters' names. Like I'm obsessed with Game of Thrones, but I always get so confused. When, what's her name, the blonde one, she's walking through and they're just yelling, shame, shame. And they're like whipping her and like, you know, the whole town is shaming her and she's walking through the town naked. That's how you feel when you have to walk the 400 yards from the pharmacy section of Walmart to your checkout with your secured box of lube. You can just feel the rednecks in the store yelling, shame, shame. Your pussy doesn't get wet enough, shame. Your pussy's dry. Shame. Oh my God. That is so fucking funny. (laughs) Also, if you use lube, it does not mean that you have a dry vagina. I'm joking. You know, sometimes you just want to slip and slide peaches and cream. Hey, hey. (sighs) You know, and you also, you may be buying lube to fix a, a, a bike wheel. We don't know what you're using it for. But I'll tell you this. If you walked into the store horny, by the time you got to go through the gauntlet, you know, by the time you do the amazing race to get to the fucking cashier, you're not horny anymore. You leave with no pride, kind of guilt. You feel shamed and you're grossed out. And you're like, I said, I don't want to, I don't need, never need to have sex again. This was a 12-step process. I just didn't need to go through that. And now my libido is, it's gone. 
There's nothing better when you walk into a CVS horny and walk out with that same amount of libido. But guess what? Once Colin airs your dirty laundry, it's it's over. And it's always, I don't mean to be judgmental, but whoever they send to unlock that case is usually so unattractive that it really just then when you, even if you get out of the store and you're ready to fuck, you're the, the only thing you can think of is Colin. You know what I mean? The whole time you're like, oh my God. And then he had, he had like not a full mustache. It was just like a couple long hairs, you know? And then it, the, the left eye kind of crossed, but it had, he had a zit that was like sitting in his, his eyebrow bed. And I just, I, you can't, and there was an odor. There was a, there was a, there was just everything about that human. Doesn't matter if they're your type or not. It just doesn't sit well. And that is actually how God planned it. So that's called abstinence. <laughs> Shame, your pussy can't get wet. That's so funny to me. That is so funny to me. Wow. Okay. <laughs> From Father's Day to Lube Gate, this is called high brow comedy. <laughs> Oh, God, I don't know why y'all tune into this shit. I love it. Let's get to the next voicemail. Hey, Heather, it's Kayla from Colorado. Um, I just went to Starbucks and I ordered my drink and then a cup of water with it. And the guy was like, okay, and a cup of Wawa, got it. I mean, like, cool, do your thing, but like, absolutely not to overcomplicating things or like, it's just water, you know, like, we don't really need to spice it up that much or change it up i mean let's just stick with stick with the original you know what i'm saying anyways love ya. you're so beautiful have a great day girl girl i first of all love you you're beautiful thank you for that kind note at the end this is such an it's easy easy voicemail wawa why did you do it this is probably another fucking colin colin why did you do it got it you want an iced mochaccino extra caramel on top Double whip and a wawa. <laughs> no, kill yourself. No, I don't want wawa. No, wawa, not to be confused with the wawa, which is, guys, it's this phenomenon up there in the Northeast, which, you know, the Northeast is a wild place. I've only been to the wawas in, in um, Pennsylvania, in New Jersey. They have them in New Jersey. Do they have them in Pennsylvania? I think they have them. I don't know. And it's like a gas station where you go and get a sandwich. I am not going to get into the argument of Wawa. I know I will literally, people will come for blood. I, I am very big on sandwiches. I love a pub sub. I think it's a perfect sandwich. I do, I'm not going to sit here and go, I wasn't blown away by Wawa. I'm not going to because I know that the diehard New Jersey, Pennsylvania, that whole world, which I love and respect y'all and I'm so grateful for you. I don't want y'all to just show up at my house and kill my whole family for saying I'm not a big fan of Wawa. It just... Jeff loves it. I was, I don't know. I think, you know, it just, it just threw me for a little bit of a loop. That being said, that's a great sandwich spot if you're into that. But if I'm checking out at Starbucks and you want to call water Wawa, no, no, absolutely not. I don't know why I went on a tangent about Wawa. I just know I'm going to hear from the Wawa people. Every time I'm in Jersey, have you ever been to Wawa? I've been there. Thank you. Have you ever had a pub sub? Call me. You got to scoop out the bread, make sure they, they toast it, scoop out the middle. <sighs> but yeah, well, that's a iced blonde roast with wawa. <laughs> You're like, no, please throw yourself in front of a train. No, we got to have, you know, everybody's got to have a little code word for everything. And an H2O, <laughs> a little aqua, agua, you know, are you speaking Italian or Spanish? I don't know. 
Well, actually, that's the only that's the only time water works is if you're speaking another language. You're like agua, si, aqua, si. That Spanish and Italian. You know what I mean? That that's the only time because then you can't tell them like you can't say it's water because that they're speaking their language and you have to be respectful of that. You know what I'm saying? But what I'm really saying is don't come at me with some shortened, abridged version of what I want. We got two frap fraps and a lala. <laughs> Die. I'm kidding. No, I'm not. You know, you can't tell people that anymore. I got asked this today by my chiropractor. He goes, do you feel like you have to censor yourself because you're in comedy now? And I was like, no, but I guarantee you're not allowed. (laughs) Not at all, because people know I'm joking and laughter is the best medicine. And we have to talk about the hard things and the uncomfortable things to get through life. If not, we all would jump in front of traffic. But specifically, if you work at a fast food place and you ever approach me and go, would you like some Wawa? I will have words for you that are will probably get me canceled. You know what I mean? I'm just letting you know that I don't fuck around with that. And you shouldn't take that either. Because that's <laughs> a little bit abusive. All right, let's get to the next voicemail. Hi, Heather. I want to set the stage. Uh, by the way, I'm Megan from New York. Saturday night. So it would have been last night, the night before Father's Day. My boyfriend was out of town visiting his dad. I'm a part of the Deadbeat Dads Club. So I had a whole night for myself. Glass of red wine put on a good movie, just relaxing, decided to pull out my little bullet vibrator towards the night was winding down. And as I was doing that, I knew that my animals were on the floor. It really freaks me out when my animals are around me when I'm uh, doing that deed. But anyways, my animals were on the floor. Well, next thing you know, my cat jumps up onto the bed like a hunter. He sees the light on my little bullet. As the bullet is on my clitoris, he goes to scratch the shit out of my vagina to get that light. He's a laser pointer cat. It's the whole thing. He loves laser pointers. Anyways, my pussy cat scratched my pussy. I know you're going to take that and run with it. I just, I know it. And like, how on earth did this happen to me? Anyways, happy Father's Day to you because I know this is probably a hard day for you too. And I'm with you and yeah, love your podcast. Bye. Megan. Okay. Wow. Honey, this is, this is the perfect kind of voicemail. You gave me details. You, you set up the scene. I could feel, I could see your room. I know where the cats are. I got it all figured out. I know the vibe you're feeling yourself. You're having a glass of wine. I am emotionally connected to where you're at. I've been there. Something about the night before Father's Day that just makes you extra horny and you're like, I'm going to do what I got to do. Okay. You got cat scratch fever, honey. I don't know if you know this, but your pussy cat just got clawed at. And I'm about to look up the symptoms of cat scratch fever. It is a song by Ted Nugent, but let's just look up the real symptoms. You need to look, you need to follow these symptoms. You need to just keep an eye on them. You know what I mean? Cat scratch disease is a bacterial infection spread by cats. The disease spreads when an infected cat licks a person's open wound or bites or scratches a person hard enough to break the surface of the skin. I'm going to tell you this right now. I get a gnarly cut on my arm from my cat Delta. I was holding her and Riggs was kind of like making a noise. She got scared and she like went up the back of my neck and I got a gnarly scar now. And this happened about a month ago and I've been kind of keeping an eye on my symptoms. So I just want you to know, these are the symptoms. You may have an infected area may appear swollen with red round raised lesions and have pus. Don't have that. A person with cat scratch disease may also have a fever, headache, poor appetite, exhaustion. I have, don't have a fever. I always have a headache and I've never had a poor appetite. I'll tell you right now, I know for a fact that I, you, but if you, for some reason, the next couple of days lose your appetite, it's because your pussy got scratched hard. How do you even call your doctor about that? 
how do you call your doctor? You're like, okay, so it was the night before Father's Day. (laughs) You realize you have to set up the entire scenario. My boyfriend was out of town visiting his dad because his dad's alive and I don't speak to mine. Honestly, because he like stole all the money from my mom and it was like this thing. But anyways, like how do you even start that email or that phone call? Do you call the nurse's line and just like recite that? And do you want me to forward your voicemail to anybody? Text me back, call me back. I'll forward this voicemail to a medical professional. Also, if there's medical professionals that listen to this voicemail, one, I don't, or this podcast, one, I don't know. I feel like you could do something better with your time than listen to my dumbass. But two, please, we need medical help. We need a medical intervention. Without a doubt, you have to call your doctor and ask, okay, this is embarrassing because I can kind of relate to this. So, I wasn't supposed to have sex like for 14 days or until you start your period after having your eggs taken out just because I guess they're ripe, whatever's left in there. And it's just, I don't know. I think they opened you up wide and it hasn't closed shut. I'm not 100% sure. I didn't really ask too many follow-up questions when they were wheeling me out of anesthesia and they just said, don't have sex for 14 days. So naturally I had sex within those 14 days. I just forgot. I forgot. Jeff came back in town. I forgot. I, it slipped my mind. So then I was like, do I call my doctor? I mean, saying you had sex is fine, but if you know, if I was just having a good time with, uh, with the old rabbit, you know what I mean? Like, how do you even, how do you, what, what is the subject of that, that email that you send to the patient portal. Got fucked. Help. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Raw dogged it with my cat. <laughs> like, what do you say? My kitty got bit. Like, is that, is that the subject of the, of the, the patient portal email? Kitty got bit. Hey girl, my kitty got bit. Like, what do you even say? You don't even know how to say anything. So like, I'm Jeff's out playing golf and I call him I'm like, babe, I'm in a lot of pain today. I don't, I just read like my post-op stuff, we were not, we were like 11 days out. It's fine. I ended up being fine, but I just panicked. And he was like, yeah, just call your doctor. I'm like, I can't call my doctor. Jeff, I cannot call my doctor and say that we have socks. I cannot. He's like, Heather, she's a fertility doctor. Your doctor knows. I. He's like, I had to go jizz in a cup in an office building at 6 a.m. And I was like, I cannot ask her. That's gross. Oh my God. (laughs) Like, I don't know why I got bashful all of a sudden, but I'll tell you when I have like, I don't know, IBS on this podcast, but I was too nervous to tell my doctor that I, you know, boned my husband. What? But now you're up, you're up Shit's Creek a little bit. Because it may come off weird. You got to explain, doc, by myself. You have to set the emotional scene, though, of how depressed you were about your father in order for them to read through it and go, she's not, you know, okay, we can give her, we can can help her. You know what I mean? Because I think if you just go into it saying, hey, what's up? Was using my vibrator. My cat got jelly. (laughs) My cop thought it was a laser pointer and scratched on my pussy. I think that's not enough. You're going to have to give them a little prologue. You're going to have to set the scene to make everybody who reads that email feel comfortable. <laughs> what kind of got scratched, you know? Oh, let's get back to the, the symptoms. Okay, here's the thing. A person's lymph nodes near the original scratch or bite can become swollen, tender, or painful. Wash cat bites and scratches well with soap and running water. Do not allow cats to lick your wounds. Contact your doctor if you develop a symptom of cat scratch disease or infection. So here's the deal. As long as you, I feel like this just happened. As long as you wash the wound, really get in there. I would do a little Neosporin. I mean, definitely, again, do not take medical advice from a comic, but I would would just call, maybe just go ask Colin at CVS and see what he says. Go in there and be like, Colin, here's the deal. 
I was working with my vibrator last night. My cat usually stays on the floor. Cat popped up. I have one of those cool benches, you know. Do you, don't you love a bench at the end of a bed? Just I've never sat on the bench. It just piles, just has piles and piles of clothes on that bench. But I have a bench. So it allows easy access for my cat to jump up onto my bed because, you know, one of the biggest telltale signs of, uh, of cat deterioration is when their knees go. And it happens to French Bulldogs a lot too. So I got to make sure that there's plenty of uh, levels, different levels and stairs in order for my cat to get on my bed. Anyways, I digress. I was hanging out uh, with my vibrator and my cat saw the light on, on it. And got jelly, thought it was a laser pointer and came in full force, scratched my kitty. My kitty scratched my kitty. What do you think about that, Colin? What should I do? And then just wait for a response. And then I'd like for you to call back in next week and let me know what Colin from CVS Security said about what to do. Because that is the funniest shit ever. This is something that would happen to me. I'm just letting you know, Jeff and I have sex in the bed. We Rigatoni's usually... On the other end of the bed, we have not figured out a way to do it without him on the bed. I mean, it's unbelievable. Like, Riggs does not wake up. He'll put his head under a pillow. Like, we're trying to have some sort of healthy relationship, but I don't know. I don't know what to do because if you put Riggs on the floor, he's just going to be, you know, whining and then it wakes Robin up and we're already trying to have sex in my mom's house and it's weird. So, yeah, you did the best you could. And that's it. But also, unless you put in the beginning of the the email, give them their emotional connection and like really tee it up. You need a little sympathy for this one. You need them to feel sorry for you a little bit. And then you immediately need to ask them if you need an antibiotic. You know what I mean? That made me thirsty for iced tea. But here's the thing. I feel better that I know that other people have gotten their pussy bit, you know, or scratched. I Listen, if you're a pet owner, it's, it's always an issue. You never know. I'm glad you're okay, but definitely keep us updated. But I would wash out the wound immediately. Neospore in that bitch real quick and then call your doctor. Hit that patient portal. My pussy got bit. My kitty got bit. My kitty bit my kitty. With like 25 exclamations. Oh, I'm sure nurses see the craziest shit. And you're like, but, but you know, they get it. It's life. You know what's interesting? Sometimes really sad shit can make you really horny. I don't know what it is. Sometimes when I'm emotionally really drained is when I get the hottest. I don't know. Maybe it's because I need my love tank filled back up again, but I get it. A little diddle before Father's Day. (laughs) I get it. Some alone time. But now you got a lot of explaining to do in that patient portal. Good luck to you. Oh, man. Well, I figure we uh, we got to end on this one. Y'all, I love you. I mean it. Thank you so much for being a part of this podcast. Thank you for being in my life. I cannot wait to see you back on the road. Again, get your tickets at heatherontour.com. I will see you soon. It's going to be friggin' amazing. And keep calling into the hotline. As always, the number is 800-213-7503. Let me hear about you. Let me hear. Are your animals biting your genitalia? You know? If you can't get lube at Walmart because they put you through the security ringer, let me know. You're depressed about a a flag day coming up. Let me know. I'm here for you. You love sandwiches at Wawa, but you also call water that unacceptable. I want to hear from you. 800-213-7503. I will see you on the next episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. In the meantime, between time, arrivederci, chabellas. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave a review. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Heather K. McMahon. See you guys soon.